Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's works and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is Ian. Hey, I'm Weary Wire, and I am looking forward to whatever nonsense Arjun is up to this week. Yeah, uh, we, we also have Arjun. <laughs> we have Genny, whatever. <laughs> How does one, this, one. I'm really tired today. I'm like, I got like three hours of sleep. One of those people is in the podcast. So my 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 thing this intro was gonna be something where I my joke thing about this intro was gonna be. Yeah, but it's it's no longer is because I I don't like it doesn't, it doesn't work. Don't worry about it, okay? But it was gonna be something about how um, viewers and listeners need to imagine that my hair turns white like halfway through this. Ah, and yes. that's going to be a yes, brilliant yes. foreshadowing for the theme of the episode. Yes. Which they already know what the title is, because it's it's the title of the thing they clicked on. <sighs> yeah, that's yes, disappointing, isn't it? Probably. Yeah. Or, maybe, or maybe it's down I mean, there. If it's on YouTube, oh, that might be down can there. see your face, then it's, it's down. Also joining us is someone who is uh, in the under the cupboard with Harry Potter. It's <laughs> a joke's on you. This is a one-story house and I'm Gator Girl. <laughs> yeah, multi-story houses aren't really big in Florida. No. Really? Yeah, no. you wouldn't want it to be too tall for when the hurricanes take them out. <laughs> Sad but true. Sad but true. Also, like, basements are rare. Yeah, Which because that, wouldn't that's you, wouldn't you, in the swamp. Wouldn't you want a second story so you can, like, put some distance between you and the gators? <laughs> Yeah, Evgeny's asking the good questions. It's true. <laughs> I imagine they're not very good at stairs. <laughs> Today, guys, we are going to talk about myths of Roshar. But really, this episode, we're probably just going to talk about the girl who looked up in this one. Because we, we like listed out all the myths. And then we realized that we have a really long podcast outline. So we're, we're, we're just going to talk about about the girl who looked up. <laughs> I don't we, know why I fired this so hilarious. We didn't we didn't want to do two episodes, and, but, but but we're probably gonna have to do two episodes. Mm-hmm. I mean I wanna do two episodes. <laughs> I do. Okay. But look, we're not deliberately padding anything. Let's talk about the girl who looked up. <laughs> the girl who looked up is a amazing Sort of Hoid story? Like, there, there's a bunch of Hoid stories. There's two versions. There's two versions. Two versions. <laughs> this, this, this podcast is... What have we done? We haven't recorded one of these in a while. What are we doing? I don't know. I don't know. It's been, so a well, it's been like a month and a half since I've been on anything. So. Yeah, that's true. It's been a while for you. It's been like solidly like three weeks since I think we've recorded anything, too. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, we heard... Shalon tell this story in Irithiru. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then later we see Shalon and Hoyd together tell the girl who looked up. Mm-hmm. So, Evgeny, why don't you... We're not going to read this because it's long and, I mean, it, it's really long. But, uh, Evgeny, what, what happened in The Girl Who Looked Up? Well, there was a girl and she looked up. Good talk. TLDR. Incredible. Um, Why are you? I mean, does she actually ever look up? Yeah, because she she looks up at the wall. Yeah, she looks at the wall. Uh, So it's a, it's a, okay. Uh, It's a story that that has a little bit of a origin myth feel to it. Yes. Um, Except it's not origin of the world. It's more origin of the people. Where 
uh, a girl lives in a in a place that is um, uh, just covered in darkness. There is a uh, she describes it as a mountain range that hides um, this this area from the rest of the world. And uh, just kidding, it's not a mountain range; it's a wall. Oh. It's not a mountain range at all. I'm like, <laughs> no, I, mean, I was like looking through this. I was like, it's, it's definitely not described as a mountain no, I mean, range. I keep, I keep thinking of Shinovar. <laughs> well, oh, we'll, we'll talk about that. Let's let's stick to what Spoilers. the story says. Uh, yeah, there's a wall. There's a wall, and uh, nobody in her storms. village. Before storms. This is before storms. Um, and there's a wall that surrounds the village, and nobody else in the village seems to acknowledge the wall. Um. I imagine this is to suggest that this is how the world is. We don't we don't question that. Uh, but there's a girl with a scarf red. that is red, and she she questions the existence of the wall. Nobody tells her anything, and so eventually she decides to climb the wall and see what's on top, see what's on the other side. Um, she does that, what's and well, the rest of the world. What is important about the story is that this woe is it, it evokes the feeling of it being there to protect the rest of the world from the girl and her people it's it's a prison wall yes there um, are steps on the other side that they yep. walk up and the other and, side was like sheer so. yep and and like monstrous figures that make me think of gargoyles kind of like Sure. <laughs> kind of like that. I'm so sorry if this is your first podcast. I am not. The show. Also, also, also the others are not much better. So yeah. now, now you know what you're in for. That's a pterodactyl. <laughs> pterodactyl. Not actually. There's dinosaurs in Roshar. Who knows? In the spiritual realm. In the spiritual <laughs> When all times are one. Um. But yeah, so she she goes there and Shalan's original version of the story ends with the girl realizing that the wall was there to protect the rest of the world from the girl and her people. Yep. Or or maybe not protect, but keep them keep them contained. Keep they them. are the monsters of the story. Yep. Uh also important to note at some point during the story, uh the girl's hair turns white. Yeah, and Shalan doesn't recognize that it she doesn't yeah, remember the hair being white. She's she's doing a retelling of a story that she heard, I think, several times when she was young, and there was like a fair coming to town or whatever. It's kind of a few things uh, interesting in Shalon's version in that uh, she's like, oh, I didn't draw the scene out, not recently, and apparently she drew it as a child. So she heard it long ago, I guess, the story as a kid. And she also says, like, oh, this light weaving is more extensive than anything she's done yeah. when she's making this. She's doing a full theater type of thing. Yep. The Hoyd version is even more impressive. Yeah, so, well, not visually. Well, well I mean, the, the, the light weaving is more impressive. In some ways. It's, I, I don't, well... I don't think it matters. Okay, but also <laughs> what is impressive? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, but that's that's the version she tells in Eurythero, and then the Midnight Mother, uh, a Midnight Essence shows up, and yeah, we we have to abandon the story. Yep. 
um, and then much later on in Colinar, uh, after Shalan has her breakdown where she um, realizes that she can't save anyone or she thinks she can't save anyone. She is found by Hoyd, um, and they do another retelling of the story. Uh, Hoyd says he's going to tell her a story and starts the story who the, starts this story. Shalan goes, I know that. And so they do a collab. And um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yes. Hoyd is mortally like offended when Shalan suggests skipping part of the story Whether, where she's true. just climbing the wall yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that is true I love it. um I love it. but I love the it. first the first part of the story is mostly the same except hoyd emphasizes that it was really dark in in this area where the girl and her people were mm-hmm. and so um he either takes all the light away or makes shalan take all the light away he's he's doing light manipulation of her light weaving yep. so Mm-hmm. Yep. But this suggests that there was no light there and people didn't know about the wall because people couldn't see the wall. And yeah, which is very different. The girl still decides to climb. Yep. And she does. And when she gets on the other side, she still sees the steps. She still decides that uh this wall is there to separate her and her people from the world and shalan interprets that as people and her in particular being the monsters of the story um and so do such good foreshadowing when when you read the rest of the book and you can read this again yeah Oathbringer spoilers. <laughs> by the way by the way spoilers for the origins of of humans on the roshar um but then the story continues. The vision doesn't collapse like it did in the original version. Yep. And the girl sees light on the other side. Um, it says, beyond the wall was God's light, with God capitalized. Take that however you will. Yeah, yeah, uh, I just want to bring attention but the, to that. But the, but, but, but the girl, the girl in, a, in a very Prometheus-like way, yes. brings <laughs> some of that light yep. uh, back to her people. And now they have light. Uh, but that leads to the storms, uh, which are now sent there uh, as a punishment. Does it say punishment? Uh, it, it, it said that a... the people suffered uh, at the end because she brought the light and the the storms. The storms were boiling over the wall. Yeah, and, they kind of uh... they kind of followed the light. Yeah, and like it's mentioned that oh, for all the hardship. Well, at least we can see. That's good. It's still yeah. better because the yeah. storms bring it, the light. It it yeah. And that is more or less it. All right. Oh, that that didn't take nearly as long for us to recap as I thought would. That's nice. But now we got to go into analysis. Thoughts, Ian. What do you think? Um. Well, I know you wanted to talk, me to talk about. Shinovar and all of that stuff. But I just want to mention that yeah, something that popped whatever. into my brain yeah, as yeah. you were Great. Elantris. Okay. Elantrians yeah. have white hair. <laughs> we we will talk about the white hair. The, we are 
There is a reason why we're mentioning the white hair, because there's a word of Brandon that is weird about the white hair. Yes. So this was at the beginning of this retelling that during Elantris, things inside Elantris are really sucky. There is a wall with steps on the outside. And there are people with white hair. Wow. Well, this is, <laughs> okay. This I mean, is the stunning I'll... analysis that 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 you guys want here. I'm I'm just saying, it popped in my brain. Those and are if that means I must say it on the air. I must say it on the air, so I am hailed as a genius. Okay, more seriously, or a fool. <laughs> yeah. If it nothing comes of this, people will just forget about this. So, mean like uh, they forgot about the shoe. <laughs> They've never forgotten that. I did not make a bet. So. <laughs> yes, that's true. Bets are inherently more memorable. Yes. Uh, so, when the first humans first arrived on Roshar, they were given Shinovar. Yep. Eventually, that wasn't enough. Supposedly, yep. we don't really know what. So, somebody left and. Stuff happened. Bad stuff happened. And then storms, also known as desolations, maybe? Okay. I don't yeah. know. But, and the m- mountains were the wall. Yeah. Metaphorical mall. Grace, what do you think? So I think that there's a clear parallel between those two, the story and those events, but I personally don't think the story originated on Roshar. Ooh. I think I think it and there's a wob a bit later that I think supports this. But I think that this is from somewhere else Mm. and it traveled to Roshar. And I think, you know, because it applies so well to that particular (laughs) event, it caught on perhaps. And, you know, perhaps if it was on a different world such as Cell, like they would have a different version that would be about Elantrians. But yeah, I I think that the version that the people say on Roshar probably does have a lot to do with the humans' first expansion. But I don't think that's where the story originally started. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I always thought it, it was it was a Rosharan thing. I was wondering if we thought that the girl was a real person, or is that more metaphorical? I think that she was. Yeah, I'm I'm leaning towards a, a yes. It, it can definitely go either way. I don't think yeah. there's a there's a strong evidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Shalon's artwork can tap into real things, like when she draws Shalash destroying statues, or yeah, that's true. Y'all, yeah, hopefully washing ashore. I'm hoping, still hoping that's real. <laughs> so it's like. Some parts of this could have been a real event that, since it's all encoded in the spiritual realm, all times are one, and she's somehow tapping into that, which is why she's able to do so much without the prep work that she usually needs. It's like it's a very like strong thing in the spiritual, maybe. That would also explain why the hair turns white, even without her consciously deciding. It's because it's like, oh, this girl's hair was white. Shalon isn't saying anything on the subject, so it's defaulting to that spiritual thing. 
Well, except it didn't default. It kind of at some point reverted back to like originally well, the girl's well, hair was maybe she was light woven in a specific way, but like because she's not as focused and she's doing a lot of different things, that's like this connection to the actual story and it kind of like melded into what it should be almost. Yeah. She's that's not like kind of what I think happened, yeah. Yeah. See, I guess I just read that slightly differently that it was always why Shalon just never noticed it until that point. I think that's a reasonable interpretation as well. I, like I would, she asks, I was it always white? Because she doesn't know. She's not like, oh, that's white now. It wasn't before. It may or may not be. See, I, I, I read the was it always white as was it always white in the story I heard when I was a kid? Oh, no, I, I I always thought that that was the Hurt Light Weaving. Yeah, that's what I always thought as well. Yeah. Do we want to talk about Wobs? Because we're already getting into analysis, and I feel like our analysis is also colored by yeah. these. Should, Let's should, get should, into these. All right. We should cover them. We should, <laughs> we should cover them. There, there, there's a few. All right, I, I do like this one. Yeah. So, Hoyt it through the grapevine asked... Amazing. Is Hoyt the girl who looked up? Is this the story of the shattering of Adenosium? And did the group shatter Adenosium to figure out analytically the nature of divinity? Was this an attempt to separate the different components of God to understand the unitary whole better? And Brandon responded, he said that this was not quite right, but thinking along the right track. That is really weird. <laughs> What does that mean? So to there, be fair, there were like three questions in there. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this is a paraphrased one, by the way, guys. Yeah. So I think Brandon's comment has more to do with the motivations of the people shattering Aiden Nauseum and less mm. to do with the girl that looked up. As a pro tip, if you're going to ask questions, don't do compound questions. Just, like, if you have one question that's very precise, then you just say that, then you get an answer, and then you could ask a follow-up, <laughs> right? Also, also, don't say, is this related to that, because they usually are. Everything yes. in the spiritual Every realm. Say, is it related in a meaningful way? <laughs> or in a non-trivial way? A non-trivial way. <laughs> also, <laughs> also, don't ask, is it this or that? Yes. Because you you get yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like, just, yes, a dog and the Shard of Ruin are connected. That's hey, not that helpful. dog really destroyed that pillow, okay? <laughs> it was ruined. It's hard for me to think what this one means in the context of the story. I'm... I'm not sure. I can't imagine how, in my mind, like, trying to think about how this story could be about the shattering of Adenosium, and, like, I'm not coming up with any obvious connections. But I could see this story being from an event on Yolin originally. Yeah. Yeah. My, inter yeah. my interpretation of this is... Brandon completely discarding the girl who looked up third of the question and, and latching onto 
did the original vessels shatter Adonalsium in order to figure out the nature of divinity? Was this an attempt to understand things and things like that? That does seem to be the most sensible. I, I will yeah. say. I'm not discounting the idea that it could have been a Yulish event that sparked this story, in that it just, as humanity spread through the Cosmere, this story went with it, and that it's been reflavored in I mean, places. I, I'm sure there are stories that do that in the Cosmere. Because, oh, definitely. Like, there's, there's, these are not separate things. You can go from one world to another, right? So, mm-hmm. Yeah. I would be very surprised if this was one of them, though. I I think this this fits the history of Roshar so well. It does. It it I I feel like it kind of has to be a native story. See, the I'm I'm reminded of a thing, uh, in Dragonsteel Prime, but that's the version that had the shattered planes, <laughs> which is not on Yolan anymore. So nope. in like the Dragonsteel nope. Prime sample chapters, so it's like. Well, that doesn't help at all. <laughs> like, who the hell knows what's there anymore, right? Although, I will say, Fane life is associated with the color white. It, it, it's something uh. with the God's light. Yeah. It, I, I do want to talk about God's light more, but let, let's yeah. let's talk uh, more wobs. Uh, there's a word of Brandon about uh, did Hoyd play a part in introducing Stormlight to humanity? In that story, and Brandon just raffles it, so not very exciting there. Yeah, uh, we have an exchange with Sparkle Hearts, and so Sparkle Hearts like asks, like, if is the girl who looked up a real story? Is it just a metaphor? And Brandon mentions that, like, hey, Hoyt also knows the story from an independent source from Shalon. He like he didn't make it up. Shalon didn't make it up, and and so. Brandon eventually raffos, but says to point out that there's weird things going on in the story, particularly the version that Hoyt is involved in, mm. and mm. about how like Shalon tells half the story and Hoyt tells half the story, in that we should pay attention to the differences, particularly the things that were changed in Hoyt's version. Of which I think one of the most notable ones is the darkness. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think anything else is significant because Shalan only tells the first half of the story originally. Yeah. Okay, I have a crazy off-the-cuff idea, guys. All right. Okay. You know what else is dark? Gavilar's Black Sphere. Odium. <laughs> and when they came to Shinovar, they were under the shroud of Odium, and they stole Stormlight and Honor's Light. Whoa. Odium is also like blinding gold white light. So yeah, yeah, it's a, it's it's not a direct corollary, but you know what? The castle, it, the darkness is gonna let it rule. Okay, Ian, th- there's gonna be that castle. It's gonna be made of darkness, and that's Odium. Okay, sure. But he just appears pretending to be in gold, but that's not what he is. It's like that dark violet frame, but I. Totally agree that your criticism is completely valid <laughs> there. But that, that's that's my off-the-cuff theory on the darkness. Whoa. Does that make sense at all with the humans expanding out of Shinovar and causing the first desolation? Not at all. So that was my that was my crazy off-the-cuff theory, but uh, of what darkness means. But 
I, I the God's light is really interesting how it's bringing the storms over there. Yeah, and like, is this like actual darkness? Like, is God's light stormlight, or is this a metaphorical darkness? Well, my right, exactly. interpretation has always been that this is simply stormlight. Yeah, and if and this is like an actual darkness story, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the darkness is just well, they had no stormlight. They had no investiture in mm-hmm. in Shinovar, which is also maybe supported by how there are like no spren in Shinovar. I thought yeah, the storms weird. didn't go to Shinovar anyway, though. They I mean, do. By they the time they get there, they're super weak. Yeah, it's like a gentle rainfall. Yeah, it's it's a rain. Okay. Yeah, I, I was just thinking because, like, when you think, "Oh, the storms are coming and life is really hard," I don't really think Shinovar. You know, no, <laughs> like, no. you don't. Yeah. If, if they can afford to have dumb grass in there, but there's well, right, there aren't spread in Shinovar. Yeah, which has never really been explained. I believe not really. No, not really. There's um, so much about I... Shinovar we don't know. We should do a Shinovar hey, episode. <laughs> good, good, good thing Book Four is gonna probably have Zeth go there and not kill him in that one or in Zeth's book. I mean, maybe, maybe hmm. in Book Four. So I think I found another difference between the two versions of the story. Yes. So yeah, we probably should have reread these a little more closely. In Shalon's version, the girl has a single red scarf, but in Wit's version, she's described as the girl with scarves. Uh, isn't this important, isn't this a reference to how, at least in my head, like in the first story, she wraps the scarf around it around her neck, and so it kind of trails. Yeah, she as, has two as, tails. Yeah. I mean, it does say specifically wore long scarves rather than singular scarf. I'm so glad you guys get to hear us. It's like, there, how many scarves were there? We're going to nitpick this every detail of this story. Every detail. Brandon said it was important. From Oathbringer, Chicago. Oh, a baby. So, with the story that Shalan told with the girl and the red scarf, is that relevant at all, or is it just unimportant? Uh, And Brandon says, yes, that is very relevant. Well, that, now, that's just saying that the story is relevant. Yeah, yeah, he could yeah. be. He could. I, be. I think that it's what's going on here. That it's the story that's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The story is probably more important than the scarves. I will acknowledge that. <laughs> if this was actually a question about the scarves, it should have been phrased slightly different to emphasize the scarf importantness. So. Storm Lightning asked about the girl who looked up. When her hair turns white, I'm wondering, was that a Shalon cause thing or was that external? Brandon, <sighs> external. Storm Lightning, it was nothing to do with her. Brandon, everything in that had something to do with her. Thanks, Brandon. But she didn't cause it, subconsciously or otherwise. Brandon, she was involved, but the original source of that, yes, she is involved in that. Storm Lightning, but she didn't know something that caused it even way back in her memory. Brandon, no, no, you're going the wrong direction for that. So it's what? not. So, but this is saying it's not like she heard 
when she first heard the story, it's like somebody said, oh, the hair is white. And that's why it's white now. Yeah. It's there's something external. Sure. Right, right. Mm -hmm. I am I'm going to headcanon Hoyd just hiding under one of the seats in the theater <laughs> and just messing with her light weaving. I'm and then go and... with unmade somehow. I don't actually believe that, by the way. But no, you know what? No, I mean, no. <laughs> there's 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 a lot of unmade influence on House Tavar, okay? <laughs> Could be here it's too. True. This was the perfect opportunity to just say spiritual mumbo jumbo. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, to be fair, with connecting with the original story that, like, you know how Dalinar's visions exist in the spiritual, but there's this cognitive construct thing, right? Yeah. Like, Shalon could be connecting to this actual story, but filtering it through her cognitive impression of what the story is, right? So yeah, <laughs> I know that <laughs> I was kind of weird, but we no we, we 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 keep we keep saying about or you guys keep saying uh, things about connecting to the story or the ideal yeah. of the story or sure, the sure, spiritual sure. aspect right. of the story. Yes, I don't think that's what's going on, and I'm not sure that's something that could happen. Like I don't, I'm not convinced that there is a spiritual aspect of the story. What I think sure. might be happening is Shalan is looking into the past in the same oh, in the spiritual realm. Yes. Okay. So the same way that she can look at other places in the present when uh when she sees Shalash destroying statues and Yalb washing up on shore. Um the same way that people can see in the future using the spiritual realm. There's absolutely no reason that they can't see in the past. And in fact we've seen um Kelsier look in the past and Vin kind of get information about the past when she ascends like she gets an impression of uh, the previous wielders of the power of the well of ascension and so all times are one in the spiritual realm etc cetera, etc cetera. Shalan I think gets a little bit of an impression of what originally happened and, Which is and, what I think when I first brought up this theory. I was saying connecting to the event, not okay. the story. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. Cool. See, all of that makes perfect sense. Hmm. But if enough people say a thing, then there's an influence in the cognitive. And I feel like there yeah. could be some influence in the spiritual realm. Definitely. definitely. Right? I, I do think there could be, like, the story could exist in the spiritual realm. But it's not but like it's going to be heavily tied to the actual event in some way. Yeah, like it, it's not like your spiritual aspect that has you know this spiritual ideal. Like I don't think there is a spiritual ideal of a story, but there is connections to that, especially if it is a common story. I feel like there would be more impressions of it. I don't even know if I agree with anything that I just said. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can, I can, I can see something like that happening where there is a so so in in the spiritual realm, I feel like there's got to be some kind of a record of every event that has happened and Definitely. some record of every event that could possibly happen, right? Yeah. A blockchain, if you will, <laughs> banned. <laughs> the blockchain. spiritual blockchain. Invest um, in my spiritual realm coin, actually. 
Stormlight It's all connected. <laughs> the spiritual. And and so you have those things, and while there isn't like a a bead in Shadesmar that reflects the story, I can see a situation where the whatever record exists of the original event also includes a little bit of well, this is how people have perceived it. Perceived it, yeah, and yeah. and have thought of it for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And whether that overrides the the original event, where if you were to, via some magic system, gain like a perfect image of that event, you would see the perceived one. Or whether it exists side by side with, here's the original event, and here are these five really popular interpretations. Oh, I think it would weird. be the latter. Know. Like the uh, yeah, story yeah, like, yeah. would be distinct from the actual event. And going into like the cognitive realm thing is like this is like one of the main things that separates the spiritual from the sp- physical and the cognitive. The physical and cognitive are very much the present is now, it is all that exists. Yeah, right. Whereas in spiritual there is the past exists in some way and the future exists in another way. I didn't expect us to be this spiritual mumbo jumbo-y in this podcast uh, to, today. This will be great because this is coming after our spiritual realm podcasts uh, and connection <laughs> podcasts. It's perfect. It was all planned in advance. Yes, of course. I will just say I love talking about spiritual mumbo jumbo. Like, <laughs> like these things just like, yes, I will talk about my ideas I, about how stuff functions. I guess I was just wondering, like, if you're trying to view what the true event was by accessing the spiritual realm, mm-hmm. are you, like, looking at it through this web of connections of, like, what people thought the event was? Well, hard to say, right? Like, Ren has described, like, Adium future site, which I guess is fortune, uh, is foreshadows fortune, <laughs> which foreshadows fortune. Yes, um, and about how like, you're reading the connections, right? And that's going forming a a picture of the future of the near future, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, presumably, looking at the past would be looking at the pattern of fortune at that point in time. So I think it would default to the actual event. I'm reminded of gold shadows with the Lord Ruler, right? Mm -hmm. Because it wasn't shaped by what he perceived himself to be. He saw what he was, which was a Pac-Man. Well... (laughs) Just you know, you know what we did on this podcast? We were on the wall on the rail track, and then I'm just like, <laughs> we're just like, we don't need rails. <laughs> and then we just left off the wall. We 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 were driving on top of the wall. It was going so well. Then we're like, we were like on one of those like roads that is on like the like ridge of a mountain. Yes, yeah, exactly. That, yes. like it's just like precipitous drop on either side and then and then and then it was just careened off and the caption is spiritual mumbo jumbo Ah! 
like that. No, there was like a moose in the middle of the road. Named named Dumbo. Dumbo. And then I guess the moose followed us. I don't know. (laughs) The flying moose that is just. What is happening? Uh... I mean, that's that's how it feels to talk about the spiritual realm, doesn't it? Is is that what? It's like a moose knocked you off a cliff. Yeah, that's um, that's what it feels like. No, but with gold, doesn't gold show you kind of an alternative present? Like if you uh... <laughs> if you had made a different decision in the past and then and then fast forward and then how how your current present because I'm I'm thinking of also Miles, right? Miles sees a a very different version of well, not not as different as Rashek did, but what does he a see? Noticeably, I forgot. He sees a lawman, doesn't he? Like a uh, like a proper right. That him a proper lawman. Yeah. Uh, and and so he perpetually looks at that and goes, "Here are the things I can adapt from this vision or this version of myself." And then and then he tries to change himself. So, I'm I'm just looking at the cover mind page, but it's it described burning gold as. An auger burning gold is able to see a hallucination of who the user could have been. Yep. Could have because okay. Vin Vin also okay. sees yeah, yeah, yeah. a yeah. beggar and a noble yes. woman. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. And it your gold shadow does change based on when you're burning gold. So it's not a constant this yep. is yeah, what yeah, your gold right. shadow is. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe some intent. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> yeah, I was I was trying to backtrack. Oh no, because we were talking about um, um why are we whether... here? <laughs> no, <laughs> why is anyone here? Why um, in the spiritual realm? We're all here. Like, how would I put this as an episode title? The girl who looked up and also Alimentic. <laughs> <laughs> all topics are one in, in the spiritual, spiritual realm, realm. That's true. and they are and they are all the perfect versions of, of themselves mm-hmm. oh great so Can really this is the perfect episode. <laughs> of this one take notes yeah uh, no uh we we're talking about this because we were trying to figure out how if you were to uh, use or utilize the spiritual realm to gain access to the original story or the yes. original event. Or some would you see connection. the original event, like objectively, yeah, yeah. or would you see the story? And honestly, I can see it go either way, depending yeah. on how exactly it is that you use the spiritual realm. Because if yeah. you sure, you why can... not? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Uh, you can start with. Uh, the current version of the story as being told either by yourself or by someone else. And then you can follow the spiritual connections of the story kind of in reverse backwards Mm -hmm. and see how the story, quote unquote, see, see how the story evolved uh, over time. And then as you keep going backwards, you will get to the point where you now have the original version of the story uh, by whoever created it the first time or invented it the first time. And from that point, you are either stuck or you can maybe follow a connection from the story to the event that inspired the story. Right. I don't I don't think that's very likely, by the way, but maybe. Yeah. The I, other I... option is instead of following the story, you kind of 
Well, no, you would you would need to maybe like look at the past of Shinovar specifically to see if that. So, if that I Hi. have a yeah, Grace. What's up? How, how, how so, you doing? So <laughs> perhaps it's the following the story itself and the connections. You can follow the connections of like who the story was heard from. Almost like. Sure. Like, you go, okay, so Shalon heard it from someone, so you go to that person, and you keep going back until you figure out, find, like, the person who was there, who made the story originally, who saw the events. <laughs> yeah. Like, I I don't know if I necessarily, like, like, you sort of had the implication that each version of the story was, like, in the spiritual realm? Kind Everything's of. in the spiritual realm. Well, yeah, <laughs> like... I don't know. It's okay, weird. no, sure, fair. No, no, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I did imply that, and I didn't mean to imply that as much as I did. Yeah, it's like I did. I wasn't getting the um, the people telling the story until Grace explained it. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I do think that the method you use to read these connections is going to affect which story you get or how effective you are getting either because it depends on which connections you're following more than that like it might the actual methods and mechanisms you're using could have an effect because yes like fortune and future sight is a thing in the cosmere there's many different ways of doing it yeah and that's going to have an effect on its like usefulness and like what you're getting out of it Fearing this, getting us back onto the cliff, that is the wall. Uh, mm -hmm. This is very right. interesting that it, Shallan's just subconsciously doing this? Or like there's well, some I, external influence? Like, what, what, what is going on there? I think that's part of how light weaving is. There's a strong spiritual component I mean, to the, 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 it. You're spiritual right, you're, you're totally right, though. Spiritual connection, yeah. Illumination. Oh, spiritual illumination, sorry. You're Although really it's soft. interesting that Shalon does need some connection to the things that she like mm -hmm. illuminates or draws, and she gets that right now from draw like oh, drawing yeah. it out herself. Right. So I'm interested. I'm curious. Oh. I don't know how far like following these connections back Shalon could actually go. Yeah. With herself. Well, that's, a, that's a very good point, actually. Yeah. Maybe. Just like an anchor. Uh, yeah. I I, I think part of this is that her skill is improving. She mentions when she's making a, a whole bunch of like stormlight duplicates that like it's like these are drawings I lost. Like these are like from her childhood that like so it's like she doesn't necessarily have to have drawn it recently. She does mention yeah, she right. drew it in the past. But she's still So that could be part of it. But So I'm I'm more thinking about the white hair thing. Like even with those things she lost, she still at some point did forge those connections originally. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering, like, I, f I kind of think she has to have some kind of direct connection to something to get the white hair from if she's getting it through the spirit. Yeah. It could be like, this is just a very, like, strong, has a very strong presence in the spiritual realm. I do feel like the white hair is a result of the same phenomenon that also leads to her drawing Shalash and her drawing Yelp. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, now, that's true. Now, what that phenomenon is, who knows? Whether it is something to do with her resonance, whether it is something to do with illumination, a spiritual illumination, illumination maybe. Um, whether it is just some kind of innate ability of either Shalan or all Radiance or all Lightweavers to interpret a little bit of connection in the spiritual, because Surge Binders, by virtue of being connected, capital C, with their Spren, which gives them access to uh, a little bit of the cognitive and a little bit of the spiritual, maybe they can do just a tiny bit of like tapping fortune which could maybe explain Kaladin's vision in Shadesmar, in Oathbringer. Some of that could probably just be a property of having a lot of investiture. Yeah, I don't think it's like tapping fortune. Because it's like, the, the device, that was the fortune. Like, he and worked for him because he has investiture. But Probably, yes. But it, this has more to do with like radiance are like a blending of the three realms. More Specifically, so. makes me think of that moment when Kaladin was training and flying mm -hmm. through the chasms, and he saw a little bit into Shadesmar. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. And obviously, Shalan's kind of astral projection thing, where she sees the physical and the cognitive overlap. Yeah. Uh, yeah. to to an extent. So maybe maybe that also extends to to the spiritual in a small way. It doesn't necessarily solve the the problem of, or it doesn't necessarily answer the question of where the white hair came from. Like, what is the thing that she is tapping into? into? Yeah. yeah. So, I don't want to bring up that may steal destiny. Well, they, but then oh, don't. great. Then Why don't. not? Why not? We already just like talked about <laughs> Alamancy and Adium and Alamantic Gold for like no that. reason. But sure, why not? Why not? Ian, like, take us in. They tapped into, like, something that caused the hair to turn white because she was meant to tap into something that caused <laughs> oh, the hair great. to turn white. <laughs> but, like, meaningful stuff, like serendipity, meaningful stuff happens, there isn't always a reason. Like, it happened, and it's important. But there was no plan to get to that point. I don't think we're looking for a plan. I think we're looking for a mechanical means of this happening. <laughs> well, it's just like things in the spiritual realm aligned in a specific way and a connection was able to be forged. But mm. connection to what? The story. The the or more the... I think about this, the less I think it's just her connecting to some kind of nebulous the story or like the historical event. I think I'm starting to think there's a connection to someone or something that was like related to the story that she has a more clear connection to, someone like Hoyt or Shalosh, perhaps that she's tapping into something from their past or something that they know. Alternatively, huh. forgeries become more effective the closer they are to reality. Uh -huh. Perhaps the, with the her story... The less work they need to do. Yeah. Perhaps with her story, is like 
she was very close to something and like she was so close she was past a critical mark that other parts just started naturally aligning to this other thing perhaps i'm trying to parse what you you said grace because you said a very interesting thing that it's con- so you think it's connecting to the i think there's she- a I think there's a more concrete connection than just she's connecting to this story. I think if she's connecting to an event, she's connecting to it through someone she has a stronger connection with, like Hoy that she has the strong relation friendship with, or Shalosh, who's like the patron of the Lightweavers that she already had a vision of, something like that. And you know what? Hoy's hair was white, so, you know. I mean, Hoyt is the girl who looked up. Yeah. Brandon has raffled that. Someone has asked. He has been known to wear drag. He has, yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's that's the time. <sighs> well, I, I think you're right. Like, the only other explanation is that if it's not what you're saying, Grace, I feel like the girl herself had to be real, right? What Like, 100% in order for Shalon to connect with that. Like, either mm-hmm. it's some relationship with the storyteller, the the concrete connection that you're saying, or it is the actual event or something. And Or even Yeah. Or even just like Hoyd was there and saw what happened and knows and rather than connecting to the story through some kind of nebulous she just is. She's like connect, she's pulling from the things that Hoyd knows. So she a, is connected with Hoyd. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> that seems I mean, theoretically everyone iffy. is connected to everything. Yeah, the whole uh, but Hoyt and Shalon yeah. have a has definitely has a connection. And you know what, Ian? They yes. will have a connection. They Therefore, will they have are. a stronger connection. <laughs> See, and it's she was able to create this story because she created it in the future with Hoyd. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Sure. Hoyd made the hair white, so the hair in the past is white. So it was white when Shalon created it again. No, to she f- was she was obviously influenced by Hoyd's hair in the future being white, yeah. and so that that changed like rippled down to her to her present interpretation of the story. Isn't so it sad that that is a black at that point? So is isn't it sad how that is a completely reasonable line of thought <laughs> yeah. in the costume? Why, but it's why? like that could legitimately be the answer <laughs> that because they had they told the story in the future that in the past the hair was white why do you think i've been drinking this whole episode <laughs> <laughs> how about we veer a little bit back and I, there's there's one other wob that uh where matt uh, our lovely matt asked if shashara wore red scarves uh, and uh, Shashara was not known to wear red scarves. Clever question. But let's uh, go because back. He, for yes. context, Matt thought the girl who looked up was Shashara. Yeah, and Shashara <laughs> did, you know, come to Roshar earlier, right? So mm-hmm. I think it's reasonable. And world hoppers have a history of messing things Popping up on Roshar. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Nightblood's doing great there. Let's I kind of want to analyze uh, a few more lines. 
because I want to talk about this God's light thing. Oh, yeah. Sure. All right. Well, yes. This is completely ridiculous, but I had okay. a thought while you guys were discussing spiritual mumbo jumbo stuff. Great. Great. Uh, you know, you know where is dark? Dark side. And you know where the light is imbued with a vestiture from God? It's day side. <laughs> Vax. Let's, she got it from Vax. In, in, in Vax, the, the hair slight. We deserve that. See, I, I, I thought with my three hours of sleep, I'd be the most ridiculous one of us. But we're we're just all on the same train. We're, you know, what we are. We're connected in the spiritual realm, and we're going on this train. I think this is the same cast as the original Who Needs Rails episode. I think that might be the case. The same group of four. This might be a bad combination for sure, cast. No, the best combination. Too bad. Okay, all right. <laughs> steering back. Uh, steering back up the cliff. Be Thank careful, you. don't go too far. I'll fall off the other side. <laughs> so, Wit is capitalizing God, which mm-hmm. I think is... Well, he's capitalizing the phrase, God's light. Like, Look, someone so ancient that is saying capital G God is inherently interesting to me. Fair. But like, um, he's not, he's not capitalizing only. Well, okay, fine. It could be either way. I don't know. I just, it's, it's just interesting to think about God's capital G light, capital L, right? Because. Yeah. Hoy definitely knows Tanavest is not God. If it's referring to Stormlight. But I mean, he could be getting into the story and like using it for dramatic flair rather than that mm-hmm. meaning something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because like, Hoyt knows how to tell a good story. Like, He's not going to let mm-hmm. what he knows about the shards to get in the way of telling a good story. He's never going to get oh, get in the way of that. Fair, fair. Ever. Yeah. But I kind of feel like he could have replaced God with honor and it wouldn't have changed like Beyond the wall was honor's light. He's yeah, also telling a story that was told to him. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So I imagine even if he has further knowledge of these events, he will want to preserve a lot of the a lot of the original format of the story. Sure. Original eccentricities. Sure. Make it more genuine. Mm-hmm. I am still not totally convinced this is just a Roshar thing. Okay, where are? That's right, entirely true. Let's 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 go on that. Uh, where, where do you think it could have came from? You think in Ashen or Yolan? I mean, uh, uh, could be could be anywhere. Probably either Ashen or Yolan, though. Thanks. It's an Amian story. It's an Amian story from the sleepless from where the sleepless are from. Easy. I think that's possible. Oh, I had a dream where there were sleepless on Earth, but <sighs> terrifying. Earth was kind of kind of misborn era four, and so okay. uh, the Dizians. So we didn't have a Dyson sphere. We had a Dizian sphere. Oh we God, had... that's incredibly terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. There was a sphere of bugs. 
around I the would planet. die. <laughs> I would die rather than live in that world. That's that's one way to prevent people from off world. <laughs> <laughs> but but we are in agreement that there there is an actual thing that happens. I think there's a thing that happened, and I think we are going to see it, no matter where it was. Okay. Probably. I feel like all these stories are gonna matter at some point. Like, in ways that it's not clear that... All of them, Eric? Um, You think... uh, (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna talk about the seed stones! Next time, maybe! (laughs) I, I think that they are all important. I don't think they're all important in the way you're necessarily saying. I think the Hoid ones could be, though. Like, the Hoid ones could be, like, foreshadowing subtle things that we don't know. I, I think some of, like, the fleet story, I don't know if there's much more yeah. to that than what yeah. has come across already. Yeah, that's, I mean, you're right. Some some of them will most likely be plot relevant. Not all of them. Some of them are going to be just world building elements, and the only significance they're going to have is going to be well, these are stories and myths and legends that were created um, uh, and inspired by actual real events, and so there are nuggets of historical truth in many of them, but that doesn't necessarily imply anything for the current plot. This does really feel like the most important of the Hoid ones, if we're like comparing <sighs> Uvara and Darathel, uh fleet, mm-hmm. and this one. Like, um, I guess there's yes. Queen Saw as well, right? Darathil yes. is probably important. Gonna matter. Darathil is second to this one. Absolutely, yeah. But, but like, like, this is the, the most important. These two are more, more important than the other two. By far, yeah. I think. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how actually plot important this one is. The girl who looked up. I think it may just be a very interesting kind of beefy chunk of historical world building, mm-hmm. where yeah. here is this really important event in the history of Roshar. Yeah. Understanding mm-hmm. the details of exactly what happened there is not necessarily the key to the future of Roshar, but yeah, it's it, something it's... it's something readers would really like to know. Yeah, it's not like Shalon's going to be like in book seven. It's like, oh, it's just like that story, the girl who looked <laughs> up. Like how Kaladin yeah, is right. kind of with fleet in Words of Radiance. Like it, it, this is more for our sake as fans than the characters. It's very good in a way foreshadowing for humans being the monsters like just within oh, yeah. the trigger it's so yeah. good Re- rereading that like ah you were just so invested in the story and like the second time when you're with Shalon and Hoyd there's so many purposes because it's also Shalon is like having this breakdown right mm-hmm. and yeah. so there's so many layers to that but and he and Brandon gets to do foreshadowing with the light and stuff like taking the light is interesting though right yeah like as argent mentioned it's like very prometheus like mm-hmm. yeah which is kind of part of like i think how the story has survived it's like we like stories like that like those mm-hmm. stories pop do pop up like stealing from the gods something that is so important 
Yeah. For like life. I love stealing from the gods. I have a crazy idea. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know if this is, what if before this event, this real event, somehow there was no Stormlight. Like maybe something changed in the way that Honor is using the storms that like is making there be light. And before that, there was no light. Or this is discovery that like gem gems hold stormlight. Well, that's way less exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's way less exciting. It, Ian, the singers wouldn't necessarily like have any need to discover that fact. Like they have gem hearts themselves, but yeah. it's like they. This is also like ancient prehistory. There's not a lot of like technological advancement. Sure. So it's like Well, I mean, we don't we don't know the level of the singer society at that time. Before Odium. You also don't need a whole lot of tech to just like Yeah. Leave yeah. a gem out or forget a gem out. And Yeah, I'm I'm thinking about the Kaza interlude when they come up on to the Akina shores and there's like dead great shells and because of all the dead great shells there are just gems glowing lying around like you just need a place where animals with gem hearts die and then you figure it out right yeah but also high storms could blow gems away so they might not see them well no they they would land somewhere it would be glowing so i don't know I, i guess i'm just going off with what brandon said that the differences are important and the light mm-hmm. difference Mm-hmm. Like if, if that's the most noticeable difference, right? It yeah. definitely is. I mean, you know, it, unless unless you count the fact that the you know, one of the versions of the story has like twice as much content to it. True. Well, yeah, but it's connected to the light still. Mm-hmm. It is because it was it was the oh. difference was that it was darker. Yeah, and then the addition is the bringing in of light. I feel like that could mean something. It it reminds me of what. It, is it Plato with the cave? Yes. Yes. The allegory okay. of the cave. The allegory of the yeah. cave. Yep. That like that this could, as we mentioned before, it could not be Stormlight and it could be like some knowledge enlightenment in some way. That... Well Well, that's interesting, Ian, because <laughs> like the Shalan version mm-hmm. makes it seem like knowledge, right? That the knowledge that were the the villains, right? Like that's that's kind of what the girl who looked up brings back. Whereas the Hoid version, it's like literal that like you're you're taking light and the storms are like yes, the punishment. But it's it's interesting. In Shlan's version, it's just like it's not enlightenment enlightenment in that like you are heightening, bringing light to the the light of knowledge. It's it's a very dark thing that she's discovering. Mm-hmm. So it's not illuminating her home. It's pretty much like, hey, we're monsters. That sucks. Yeah, Whereas, but I mean, like, a, a lot a lot of these tales, you know, it's like, ah, I sought out knowledge. Wow, that was a mistake. You know, like that's... Yeah. But like, there's a difference between like attaining knowledge and attaining enlightenment. Like sure. light is literally in the word. Okay, all right. I see what you're, I see where you're going with that. Like she improved her society by bringing this knowledge definitely in hoyd's version that's certainly in, in hoyd's yeah. story yeah, yeah. that's right yeah like in shallan's story is like 
we don't know how people reacted because the story ends. Yeah. How much of Hoyt's version after the girl gets to the wall is actually being told by Hoyt? So Hoyt says that she finds God's light and then Shalon takes over and says the part about like going down the stairs and stealing the light. And then Wit picks back up Yes, and indeed. says like the the people suffered, but they were happy that they were taken. Right. Like, could... which is more of a more of a moral to the story than it is like uh-huh. a retelling of mm-hmm. of events. Interesting. Okay, but I think we, that could we, matter. We also kind of see that with Hoyd telling the fleet story, where it's like Calden yeah. does like. He draws something of like Kaladin to yeah. tell the story. Yeah, but yeah, I, that is an interesting point though that Shalana is saying the part about stealing the light, yeah. which might mean. Do we think Shalan when Hoyd says beyond the wall was God's light, and Shalan's like, ah, oh, she climbed down the steps and came back down with the light? Do we think that's a thing Shalan knew before this? Before meeting Lloyd. Possibly. Just before that, she's trying to remember what she had told Pattern mm-hmm. of of this part of the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which which she hadn't told him anything because that's when the vision collapsed. Uh, I mean, they mentioned that, you know, they're... Yeah. I mean, Shalon says what it means after, right before the illusion breaks down. That... Well, she sees people on the other side. There's not. There's nothing of of this light business. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it, it's saying that in the version that she told the pattern, like the wall was there to hide evil, and uh, it was mm-hmm. her own people. And and I think part of that is she was forgetting parts of the story because, like, she That's didn't true. remember that it was dark. So she remembered like the p- responses people were making about when asked about the wall and they didn't really make sense but once you know that it's it was dark mm. they couldn't see the wall yeah. the context is there yeah because so like original... now that she knows the context that okay. there was god's light she now she knows how the story is supposed to end. right because when hoyd's saying that it's dark she's like oh the the context of what the story that she said now makes more sense mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. because because originally people were saying like, "What wall? There's no wall. That's just how the sky is there." Yeah, I, yeah. I guess what I'm getting at is, okay, she may have heard that it was dark and forgot it, mm-hmm. but do or we that think... could have been lost in retellings. It's true. I'm just wondering if the part where the girl is taking the light is that's a part that Shalon's remembering. Or a part that is like being made up, uh, is because it's All not a thing that Hoyt is possible saying. in the spiritual realm. Yeah, yeah. Shalan definitely starts that sequence. So yeah. Hoyt says that there was the God's light, and then Shalan goes. She hid among the creatures who lived on the other side. Uh, she sneaked up to the light. She brought it back with her to the other side, to the land of shadows. Which and then nice. Hoyt takes over. Yeah. Yeah. There's also how much of this is like she climbed down the steps, Shalon whispered, watching the girl run down the steps. Like 
is the girl running down the steps being driven by Shalon's like Same narration, yeah. or is Shalon just narrating what is happening and what she's seeing? Oh, that's yeah, because she is watching it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Even more confusion. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't. I don't think that's the case. Because immediately after that, yes, indeed, which said as the scene played out. The girl in the scarves slipping up to the grand source of light and breaking off a little piece in her hand. So when it when it comes to Hoyd, when when he speaks, oh, that's when like he, she's he, he speaks the over over these events, right? So Shalan yeah. says what's about to happen. And then it does. And then as those events are playing out, Wit speaks up. Yeah. Which that's a good point. And, and then, and then it, it, it moves on. Story. Well, like, does the story have a spren? That's a stupid question that I had earlier. Everything has a spren, Cal. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm even these potatoes. That. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That, like, honor set up this spiritual divisions as like a spiritual contract with the cognitive framework. What if? Shalon and Hoyt are doing some a much smaller scale version of the same thing. Shalon doesn't have to control all of her illusions all the time. Like they can act kind of on their own after she creates them. If they she creates them that way. Sure. If if she gives them a it's almost like awakening, right? Yes, very much. Yeah. Um, so it's like at the end, like She's not puppet mastering like all of her thousands of illusions. Right. Like she's giving them like a framework to act upon. What if they create Shalon and Hoyd created a framework for this story and it's just playing itself out? Like, are they controlling it every step of the way? But even if they're not, they would need to leave instructions in the framework of unless like, they're tapping into something deeper <laughs> in the spiritual realm. Well, there's something external going on in the first and also like Hoyt is a very accomplished like he could be doing this and not have to narrate it oh yeah yeah certainly, certainly. that I think is more likely I feel probably. like Hoyt is just controlling what's happening yeah. because he's yeah that, that, he does that all the time. Yeah, like yeah. He's, he's trying to bring Shalon to a realization. So, like, he's definitely yeah. manipulating things here. Yeah, mm -hmm. and and even with with the stories he told Kaladin, mm -hmm. uh, so Fleet and and Wondersail. With Fleet, he started off the story, and then by the end. Kaladin was able to take over and and finish it. Yeah, and it just kind of yeah, that's true. And well, Kaladin like speaks like at points through the story. Like he says something and then um Hoyd weaves it into the story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that but that's something that picks up more and more as the story like mm -hmm. The story starts, oh, and originally, Kaladin yeah. only interprets the things he like 
can see in the smoke that Hoyt is producing or the music that he's playing. Are you talking about the Wonder Sail or Fleet? Uh, which one was the Way of Kings? Oh, the first one was Wonder Sail. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so, like, Fleet is yeah. very different from that. Yeah. 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 Um, but but I, I think the effect is the same in both of them, where Hoyd starts the story and then as it progresses, Kaladin takes over more and more. Um, Fleet starts with Kaladin. Yeah, but but it starts with Kaladin where he goes, well, there was a guy named Fleet and he ran and he died. Does Kaladin take over at all during the Wonder Sail? I don't think so. I don't think he, he does. He notices things in the smoke. Could we perhaps delay yeah, this, this is, for yeah. when we dig into these specific myths in the next episode? Yeah, sure. uh, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I, it, 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 it did come from us talking about, you know, like it, it what is mechanics Hoyt are doing. Like, I, I'm with yeah. you. This yeah. this will be a two party. You'll just have to listen to the next episode. <laughs> we'll we'll probably come back to Girl Who Looked Up when we talk. As about writing excuses, people know we are can of wormsing that. Yeah, yeah, for exactly. No, we we have all the worms. I mean, we we opened a few can of worms earlier in this show. Uh, <laughs> yeah. One I'm thing one... I wanted to yeah. point out mm-hmm. in the girl who looked up. Yeah, yeah. Wit's final line in the story. Yeah. The people suffered, but each storm brought light renewed. Yeah. It could never be put back now that it had been taken. Yeah, see that. That's very stormlight. <laughs> That's very stormlight, isn't it? Yes. The, or it could never be put back now that it had been taken. That just... Why do I have this idea that something with the storms changed? It's weird. Well, I think storms... some of this is, like, this is a story. Like, this well, is a, a myth yeah. of, like, how humans got stormlight. That yeah. not also... everything is literal. <laughs> I also, know. the storms did change once with the arrival of honor and once yeah. with the splintering of honor. Did they change with the splintering of honor? I mean, the Stormfather was now doing double duty. I guess, but I mean, did the storms change? Okay, not 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 in not in the same way, not in the same capacity. Yeah, I'm just wondering if honor could have done something different and like. Ah, now I give more stormlight out, and like I put more of my investiture into the storms. Like honor could have arrived, and not like dumped as much of invest of his investiture as he did maybe later, right? Like that—that's a thing that he can control how much yeah. investiture he yeah. is putting into that, right? And so, or or what could have happened was if there is a real world foundation for for the story if there was a girl or a person who looked up and did all that maybe what happened was that the storms like honor was displeased by this breach in the original contract between him and cultivation and the humans right the humans come in honor and cultivation are like here's your land Mm -hmm. congratulations and And then somebody does something in bad faith Right. Goes over, performs a crime, steals something, and owner's like, "Well, screw you," and pumps up the power of the storms to eleven, 
to try and push them off Roshar or some yeah or, or so or so now that they are affected so the the sequence is I mean it kind of is girl goes steals light comes back and the storms follow but also later. yeah yeah but 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 also storms and then and then light follows that it, it's so cyclical that weakened at some point after that. No, I, I'm thinking that uh, that increase of oomph in the storms is what we have now. Okay, because that's really not effective in Shinovar. Yeah, well, where the, the humans the, the, are. There, there's a hole in this. <laughs> I, I I agree, but I mean, like, it, maybe the storms are more like it's trying to push you back to Shinovar, right? Yeah, like perhaps. Don't go outside of Shinovar. The storms will destroy you, you jerks. Go back to Shinovar. It's like trying yeah. to push you back to Shinovar. Yeah. I, that, I just feel like that's punishing the singers more than the humans. Well, yeah. well. So I, my question though is, is this even part of whatever the original story was, or was this like a change made over time right. to make this story more fit for Roshar? Or, or more, as Rosharns told it, they told yeah. it in a way that made sense to them. Yeah. Right. Bringing in the storms into it because it's a part of day-to-day life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would yeah. the Shin tell this story the same way? Probably not. The so Shin you're thinking would... you're thinking this might be essentially a Prometheus story, but recontextualized in a Rosharan way? Yeah. 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 It's possible. Yeah. yeah. And like not necessarily like even as a conscious, like, it was rewritten to make sense for Rosharns, that it's like, as Rosharns retold it, like, the part that didn't make sense got faded away, and the things that, like, made sense for Roshar were more emphasized and yeah, shifted slightly. The part that tested better with your audience you kept retelling. Like, <laughs> like yeah. pretty much, though, like, if you're an oral storyteller, like, you, you, you tell the good parts, right? The ancient Rosharan storytellers with their infamous A-B testing. Well, I mean, the perfect version of the uh, story doesn't happen overnight, uh, Evgeny. Like, you probably told it a few times, and then you're like, okay, well, you know, uh, I'm gonna spice it up for my next show on the next night, right? Oh, well. People got really excited when I said storms. Yeah, it's been like 8,000 years, maybe? Like long time, so it's like, like stories are gonna shift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, that's you true. know, Eric. I think what? if this story was told in modern day Shinovar, it would have ended with the girl being cast out as truthless and the Shin rebuilding the wall themselves. <laughs> <laughs> the well, girl who girl. was cast out as truthless—that's what it's called. There, mm-hmm. easy. Don't look I'm up. Scared. Look in the dirt. Don't walk on stone. Yeah. Don't walk on stone, but also go in like the rest of the world where there's literally only stone to walk on. Yeah, that's a punishment. Because yeah. she must on the stone, she must continue walking on stone. Yeah, because that really doesn't make that much sense. Yeah. How dare you, as a punishment for walking on stone? How dare you murder? Okay. How dare you murder all these people? Now you are gonna be official murderer. Well, so that wow, that was an episode. I... I didn't expect us to talk about the things we talked about in this show, but we definitely did do that. 
I mean, it's me and Evgeny on the same episode. We can yeah, but that's, get to weird some weird. Stuff. That's, most that's true for yeah, <laughs> most most yeah. episodes. But that's most episodes. Yeah, but like, and we've been on most episodes recently. <laughs> so. And most episodes have been bloated. <laughs> Look, I've just been infused with the power of God's light, the storm light. Suffused with honor's essence. Pop essence was it essence? I don't remember. I think it was just suffused with honor. Sure. Yeah. But, honor uh, has suffused me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh. So we're gonna talk about. I wanted to say the remaining myths that we have on the list, but at least more of them. <laughs> Maybe all of them. We'll find we, out. We are. We are one out of seven myths done. Look, we don't have to talk about Parasophia. This was also like the biggest one. It absolutely so. was. It was yeah, yeah, the biggest true, one. That's true. That's the, it's the spiciest one. Although we could probably talk about the Horn Eater Origins. From yeah, the Unkalaki oh, creation no. myth is. Oh no. Yeah. Well, Maybe we're we gonna we're gonna see you in part in four of this episode. Or like a Horn Eater episode. We'll see. But you know what time it is. Time for Who's That Cosmere character? This character is from Roshar. Menace. Tia. Tom. Raze. Void in drag on a horse. <laughs> it's time for Who's That Cosmere character? Call. All right. All right. Audience, uh, you know how the game is played. I'm... You send in a submission to WTCC at 17thstrike.com with five clues and an answer that those five clues uh, correspond to. I will read each clue aloud, and after each clue, our contestants will have a chance to guess who's that Cosmere character. Always I'm very glad good. that you stipulated that the clues and the answer have to go together. <laughs> it's like, there's five clues, and then there's a totally another character. Surprise, it was Vaxel all along, or some crap. <laughs> Because I, I would something. totally be the person to exploit that loophole. What? We just wouldn't you, read it aloud. You being pedantic? No way. No. We'd just be like, this character is female. Hmm, the answer is Kaladin. I think this is wrong, and I'm not going to read it aloud. <laughs> this is not accurate. Uh, I mean, I don't know why I'm singling you out for being pedantic, because we're all pedantic on this show. And I we know. am very pedantic on what clues are what. So I'll be like, what is a friend? <laughs> what does it mean to be introduced? Dead. What does right. it mean to be introduced in the book? Yeah, I just rewatched that. We we will comment on your name, your clues, and then we will guess who's that Cosmic character, and then we will rate how good that one is. All right. This first one was sent in by Stormblessed Dolphin. All right. Oh. Hello. Oh, hi there. Clue one. This character is a monk. Fafin. Yes. Ah, I was thinking that too. <laughs> ah. What's her name? Oh, I was I was thinking of the of the decor assassin from Rathbone. Oh, Dothkin? Oh, <laughs> that we were talking yeah. about the other day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Well, he wasn't Takor. He was Rathbone. It was I, I, sorry, Rathbone. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm saying I'm saying decor, but I mean like. Right. <laughs> the other clues were this character is from Nalthus. This character is female. This character is the daughter of a king. This character is Ciri's sister. Oh, I feel wow. like if we didn't get it after the first two... The yeah, the last... Yeah. Like, I was the thinking last... Bridger, but I knew that's not his name. I was like, God, what's, what's, 
what's her name? Yeah. The last few clues were a little a, a little powerful. Yes. I, I do think it is good to... Because at, at this stage, his Cosmere character is less about stumping us and seeing who wins, right? And yeah. so having clues mm-hmm. be more... Cl- it be more obvious the further you get in the clues, I think is a nice way to structure it. I mean, yeah, I that should be the case. Flipped the this character is on Naltus and this character is female. Because there are other female monks like on Roshar. Yeah, that's so, true. Going sure. straight to Naltus, it's like, yeah, there's really only yeah, one yeah, 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 memorable yeah. monk on Are there? Do we know other monks from Naltus? I don't think so. Are they defined? Yeah. Well, like, Ardens are kind of they they clarified in the email if they ask say that ardents do not count but i mean and <laughs> i wouldn't have clarified that no of, co- of, of course you wouldn't i i was just like thinking are the are priests in the Haldren court of gods monks cuz like the idrian ones are referred to as monks yeah, they, yeah. no fafen absolutely is yeah 100% all right this all next right. one was sent in by chromium compounder Okay, I recognize that name as well. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember from where, but I've... Discord. The the forums. Clue one. This character is a liar. Hoid! Hoid. It is not Hoid. <laughs> wow. Okay, cool. Well, now I have all the time in the world. Yeah. Well, see in two hours, I'm going to go have lunch real quick. <laughs> as you go think. Sadius. It is not Sadius. Okay. Clue two. This character goes by different names. Beard. Is not Beard. How dare you accuse him of being a liar? <laughs> hey, I just know. I, I think this is one of the ones that we get sent in more than a few times and we're still grinding yeah. through all the ones who are Beard. I was like, liar, different name. <laughs> like, I remember the nickname things and other clues that, that was about Beard. I'll, I'll bite the obvious one and say Shalon. It is not Shalon. I was just about to say Shalon, so thank you. <laughs> I mean, it it is clear that we are being led to guess that, so get that out of the way. What oh. does it mean to lie? <laughs> <laughs> it's Shalon. name? It's Shalon. She's the patron herald of Lightweavers, yeah, but she'll have like, the Dustbringer book. Oh. Like, the maybe is not my guess, but is something that's popping through my brain. Uh, blue fingers. It is not blue fingers. It it, it is specifically goes by m- different names. It yeah. says different names. Okay. 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 Clue three. This character likes to change appearances. Vasher or likes to change. Likes a- to. Vasher. It is not Vasher. <sighs> I was gonna guess Denth. And I, and I still do. It is not Denth. I'm going to guess Arklo, even if I can't remember what he lies about. It is not Arklo. Vasher doesn't char- lie, though. He's so I, he's so honest and direct. Why did I? What, this I, character is not a fighter. So when you say that, goes by different names. Mm-hmm. Would you count nicknames as so? If they have a name but they go by a nickname a lot, that would count. Uh, Breeze. It is not Breeze. Okay. He doesn't like to change appearances. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> I have to remember all of the clues all of the time. 
Yeah, you can't you can't just think about liar all the time. But like many uh, or different name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a fighter. Come on. Not a fighter. I mean, I I, I thought about guessing Syl, but she doesn't like lie. <laughs> oh, Spren for changing appearance though is pretty good. And and she really likes like switching switching appearances. Yeah. I have a good guess, but it's arguable on one of them. On one of the clues. You guys are probably going to argue the clue. <laughs> okay. 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 Ah, it's one I of mean, these. Great. I mean, so all of them. Be, all of them I are one of is. these. I mean, you guys always argue the clues, but I think you're gonna. No, argue not the all the time, but. <sighs> but sometimes it's like I don't know if I like that. That doesn't happen all the time, though. Oh, if only if only we didn't have clue two. Oh crap! That just rules out what <laughs> my, my <laughs> this character does not go by different names. Yeah, no, I, I had an idea of that um, of the of the of the cultivation spren that the Shadesmark crew talked to, like in the um, in whatever office they were they were in. Yeah, uh-huh. I was gonna guess Alrian. So, and because because that that spren lies to the fused wait and, wait does he like to change appearance oh, i don't think he does i don't even remember who i'm waiting for anymore I all of us <laughs> no i guessed you what did you guess, guess? i, don't I guess I breeze can... oh you ah, guessed breeze yeah I didn't guess. no i haven't guessed either okay all right grace i don't know if this character changed appearances or likes to change appearances but Zane went by the watcher and i'm gonna go with Zane. <laughs> it is not Zane. Duh. He likes to lie all the time because he's a lying lie face. <laughs> Stupid. I thought that was a good guess. I'm, I'm having such a hard time like coming up with a character that w- where all the clues are are. I mean, Hoid is like the obvious thing. I keep going back yeah, to. I know it's not Hoid. Yeah, well, it's like it's obvious misdirection to Hoid, but we already got that taken care of. What does it mean to be a liar? I'm gonna I'm gonna randomly guess Raylan. <laughs> no. Clue five. This character is real magically knowledgeable. Oh, that's oh, not thanks. helpful at all. <laughs> uh a liar. Goes by a different name. Likes to change appearances. Is not a fighter. Uh is it a pattern? Frost? What are you did you all answer once? And there were okay, different I said Frost. I was okay, then no. um uh, Evgeny said pattern and I then pattern. Eric said Frost. No. None of those no. are right. None. Oh. Not so the answer pattern. was shy. <sighs> she doesn't like to change appearances. She has her essence. Her essence marks do change her appearance. Yes, and they are they exist for very functional purposes. <sighs> like she's not a fashion model. <laughs> like, she's... I like how it's not the fact that she changes appearances. It's that it, the quote <laughs> said that she likes to change appearance. <laughs> I would object that she's a liar. I will just put it at that. She is one fair. who lies, but she is not a liar. Wait, wait. I mentioned earlier that there's a difference between a liar and one who lies, so I'm standing by that. Because a liar is inherently dishonest, but Shy is very honest. She's okay, not- but if you but if you take that, then my 
railing guess still applies, and I'm winner at clue four. Okay, I would just like to point out, Ian, <laughs> that if we go onto Merriam Webster dictionary of right, Dr. I don't the care liar, what Miriam, it says, Mr. Merriam and Mr. Webster have to say. It, it's <laughs> it definition one, a person who tells lies. Now the the next but, line says has a reputation as a liar, but that I think that's using it as a sentence. I mean, if if we are going to argue oh non-Cosmere semantics, a sure. dictionary is a good place to go to. Just like, what, is the, what does the word mean? I'm like, I don't know, I'll Google it. This actually does tie into the Cosmere with Lightweavers. Uh, and the fact that one of their, like, divine attributes is honest. And they're super lie people. Like oh, they super, lie a lot. Super you know, if we're getting if we're getting super pedantic, uh, Argent uh, likes to change appearance. It doesn't say the appearance of what she likes to change the appearance of other things. Oh, crap. <laughs> that is that is true. Yep, that is true. Uh, also, the Oxford Dictionary of the English Language oh. says uh, a person who tells lies. Yeah, I. The English language is stupid. I think we can all agree with that. What else would you define a liar to be? Someone who yeah is yeah dishonest. that's right. Someone no. who is dishonest. There's no. a difference. No, no I... that that's a dishonester. <laughs> we're done. We're we're getting out of here. <laughs> Follow us on mtshart.com for all your news, discussion, fun theories uh, that you could ever hope for. Join us in Discord so you can tell us how uh, off the rails this podcast went. You can find us on SoundCloud youtube you can leave us a review on itunes you can support us on patreon and we will see you all next time for some more myths bye unless we lie about it <laughs> brought back god's light <laughs> 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 yeah god's light right there <laughs> <laughs>